Welcome back to the Teal and Steel podcast on the Kick and Post YouTube channel and podcast platforms. This is Amal. Matthew. And welcome back. Episode 3. We recorded something for episode 3. Looked a little bit like this. Three and a half. But this is the new episode 3 because the last one didn't really pan out. And today we just figured we'd go over a little bit of a mid-season coverage. I think that's okay to say. We're on what, week? I said we're on what, week Week 9? Ye- 10. Because we, we had our bye week last week. Jeez, so we're going into week 10. This is really loud on the podcast, but I need to take a little sippy sip. Sorry. Hey, ASMR. Hey, check out check out the drink. Shout out to Amal for whipping this thing up. Grinch punch. Grinch you punch. know, test the season. Mm-hmm. Um, But going into week 10, both teams are... Ever since we started this podcast last year, our teams have kind of been on a similar trajectory. Even if it's not exactly the same style. But our records are almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Is that coincidence? I think not. I think mean, you think it's because of us? Yeah. Why were these two teams, like, following a similar path ever since the podcast started? Well, I mean, we're used to winning. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, that's no cap. <laughs> no, great franchise. Um, We've been up and down, but great franchise over there. It's pretty awesome. You know, we get to go on this journey. I mean, like you said, there are different styles. And, you know, I think everybody would agree that Jags and, and the Steelers are in kind of different categories. But record-wise and... Um, trajectory at the moment is, is pretty similar, which is pretty awesome. And we've always kind of been in that same conversation. It always feels like when we struggle, y'all are struggling. And then when y'all are doing good, we're still struggling in offense. But then we're still doing good as a team. I mean, so. the percentage chance for you guys to be doing well as a team compared to us is usually higher. Um, great developmental coaches over there. Um, you talk about going on this journey together. We actually did go on this journey together. We did, we did. Roll the clips. Y'all will see it if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on the podcast... Just Check imagine. out YouTube video afterwards. Exactly. Go, go. The Teal and Steel boys took it on the road, actually. Pretty early, too. This is only our second season of Teal and Steel. And we decided to make the trip up to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Week 8. Introducing the Steelers defense and defensive tackle from Texas A&M. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Steelers nice. up in Pennsylvania. That's my first trip up, like... Up north, that's not New York in my adult life. I think that's my first time in that area. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think other than I think I agree with you. Not agree. I think I'm in the same boat. Like yeah. the only time I've been up there was New York. Past that, the farthest I've gone is Oklahoma. So. That's still pretty cool. I mean, I, I was like two. <laughs> so <laughs> you're like. <laughs> I guess it was cool. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was born there. So. But no, Pennsylvania trip that was fun, man. It was, man. You know, I wish we could have been out there for a lot longer. That's one thing that, you know, we we didn't get to see the city. and, and I mean, we, we were there. We yeah. got to, to kind of look at it a little bit. Um, I mean, unfortunately, the business we're in, we don't have the opportunity to be away too long. That's kind of, I mean, I know we could have afforded to be away a little bit longer. But in terms of having to get back to what we do in our daytime. I mean, we definitely could, you know, do something. But I think for what we were shooting for, because we also were kind of shooting for something kind of small and, you know, kind of, not want to say quick. But it's also the season. Just the season. We had to get back. Um, yeah. But going back and looking at it, especially figuring out that there was a Thursday night game that week too, I would not have hated. Of course, sit little different seats. Because if you saw the video, which you will see, pretty legit seats. Pretty, pretty solid seats. Pretty legit seats. I think, um, so would you say that Sunday game probably have, no, since it was the Jags. I was going to say maybe that Sunday game have farther back seats. And then for Thursday night football, have closer up seats because it's a prime time game. But 
but it was a Jags game, so. No, for Jags, I had to be close. You would have to be close. For Titans, I'm not looking to be that close, even though it's primetime. Primetime. I think you got to look at it a little bit. If we're talking price-wise, if it was affordable to be close up like that again for Thursday, I would have done it. I mean, maybe in high, you were talking about maybe one day doing that. Um, it doesn't have to be Pittsburgh, but just... I'm thinking... I'm legit, I haven't planned it yet or look at the logistics. Obviously, there's no schedule out either for next year, but I'm looking for the next time I do a trip like that to go watch football. Maybe a Tennessee, you know, watch Sunday night, hopefully that Thursday night game. I'm definitely in the, I'm definitely in the market of trying maybe every year. Yeah, at least one hit up a game. At least um, one stop. And it would be awesome to like hit up every stadium and see what every stadium's about. But Gotta live a little, man. Gotta live a little. It was fun. Like, my first in-person NFL game, um, Pittsburgh is definitely one of the stops, like, in terms of, like, NFL football. I feel like it's one of those, like, almost, like... History-wise. Almost like a religious experience for NFL fans. Like, six championships, storied franchise, great fan base. Great fan base. The energy in the stadium. Cue the clip. Energy in the stadium, insane. Um, this man was rocking a Jags uh, jacket, and I think every, everybody was nice to you. There was a drunk lady. <laughs> she was a little bit too yeah. nice to me. She, I don't mean it like she, that. But she was nice. But she, she was nice, she was, but she was in my ear a little bit too much. There were I, hands on my shoulders sometimes in moments where I would prefer no hands to be on my shoulders. Every call that was, which there were a lot of bad calls toward the Steelers. We'll get into that later. But every call that was not in the Steelers' favor, she was on me about it. Um... Some portions of the game was kind of fun. Other portions of the game, I'm like, please. <laughs> you know, remember my first interaction with her? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, though. They don't know. So, like, <laughs> I'm just watching the game, and I just feel a, a hand palm my, my freaking head. Like, you know, we're talking about, like, LeBron holding a basketball type shit. Like, she's <laughs> just not. And I'm like, who the? I look back, and it's just a lady, and she's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no, I have, like, Fuck it, <laughs> let's go. But like, I'm like, why is this random lady just touching me? <laughs> and she the whole time she was like, she even like I had because it was raining, so I had a little towel on my head, uh, a terrible towel. Of course, if you know, you know, got to do it right. Um, and she just yanks the shit off, and like, first of all, lady, my hair don't work like that. Like, <laughs> my hair now is in shambles. I my 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 everything is showing. You know, me my ball spots. No, let's keep the thing on there, right? <laughs> Like I'm like I'm not liking this, and she's over here like. <laughs> she's like, I need this real quick. <laughs> Let me get that shit back, bro. <laughs> oh god! And, and then we were, had a drunk group of friends in front of us. They were they a little were bit funny though. They were a little bit less annoying. They were yeah, they, they were, were way more funny than they anything funny. else. Um, you know the the funny the, one of the random things I noticed. Um, was the amount of jewels? Oh yeah, and that we saw. Looking at it again, it was not a traditional jewel. It was a little bit of a knockoff jewel. But there were a lot of jewels. But I saw a lot of them from like yeah. multiple people. And, you know, obviously, I think we all know the jewel phase like five years ago. But, like, it almost feel like you just kind of like... You got dropped back in that era a little bit going back up north. And then I go up there and everybody's just rocking jewels. And I'm like, hold on, do I got mine? Like, <laughs> like we just, what's going on? Nah, man. Only regret about the stadium in general is it not having Heinz feel on the outside anymore. It's now Akashore Stadium. Still a lot of Heinz merchandise and Heinz stuff everywhere. A huge Heinz bottle outside. Apparently they're still like... Um... Yeah, they're still owned by the Heinz family. They just sold the naming rights, I guess. Um, again, great experience. Great fans. Um, bought some cool stuff there. I'll probably drop a picture of the 
the game day pin in there. I feel like it was mandatory to get that. It's Teal and Steel. We went up there to watch it. Got a few of those. Um, city's pretty cool. The temperature's pretty cool. Casino was there. It was right across the street, bro. Sports books, <laughs> which, not to preview too much, but Florida just got hard rock back, so. Ah. You know, and and, and I'm, I've been I always say this every time that oh, I might get a little back into it, but I'm I'm really trying to like drop like twenty bucks a week, you know what I mean? All the picks that we like, like I asked you about the Thursday night game, then I didn't hit on shit. But you know, <laughs> if um, you keep it like I said before, keep it responsible, keep it respectable, gamble in your free time, only gamble what you can afford to lose, only gamble what you can afford to lose, and with the business that I'm in. Some checks are hitting, coming up. So I can mine, afford to mine, lose mine, a little bit. Mine just hit, so um. I can afford to lose a little bit. About to go on my Drake shit and just. <laughs> yeah, about to post them steak slips. I'm joking. Um, but nah, it was a great experience. Um, talking about the real game, the Pittsburgh Steelers did not get a first down to like the three minute mark left in the second quarter. You heard me correctly. Did not get a first down. Until like the three minute left mark left in the second quarter, the offense was very stagnant. They had good plans. I can't blame not, it not all on Matt Canada. Um, first drive, Steelers had the ball. Deontay had two drops. Really set the tone for the game. Not to you know really harp on Deontay Johnson that much, but you gotta you know when you see it and it happens, you gotta kind of call it out there. That's what really set the tone for the first quarter. Of course, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense kept our offense in check for most of the game as well. Um, they were in Trevor's face. There was a lot of pressure. Um, not too many poor decisions until like the second quarter. I mean, the second half of the game. Um, but we moved the ball fairly consistently in the rain and got quite a bit of field goals. It was a, it was a big field goal day. Um, but the the it would be remiss of me to not mention the elephant in the room, which was the officiating. It was terrible. The night. officiating was horrible. And as somebody who was on the good side of the officiating. It was, I had the question a couple of times, like, am I actually in Pennsylvania? Or is this game in Jacksonville? Because the calls were rough. Obviously, they're protecting the possible future face of the NFL. You don't like them. But Trevor gets all the love. Trevor's already getting, like, top 10 QB, you know, mentioned. Uh, already getting crowned as possibly being one of the he's next. Up. I know, but I'm saying like he's getting that love more and more in the media. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are already saying like if he wins this game this week against the Niners, it really solidifies him as like being right there with like the the Burrows and the Mahomeses. And I'm like, eh, I think talent wise he could be there, but we're we're jumping ahead a bit. So I don't know if we're there yet, but yeah, he's definitely on the way. So when he got tackled, it was a bit late, but not late enough. To call a ref in the past year, and they called him for like driving him into the ground. I didn't see that. That was a call that was called that really extended a drive. Um, and then on the flip yeah, side, on the flip side, on the flip side, closer to halftime, Kenny gets driven into the ground on his collarbone and rib area, and not only is nothing called. Well, I, I mean, essentially, nothing nothing's called, called but he he's out for the game. He got injured on that play. Um, so that was one. I also saw an offside call. Well, a f- yeah, an offside call. An offside call for the for the field goal on an offensive lineman on a field goal like formation. And when they ran it back, I didn't see anybody pass the ball. So I've that's the first time I've seen that call ever. 
to begin with. And then secondly, it's at home. And third, it's a field goal, very crucial field goal at the end of the first half. And then that thing gets moved back to like 61 yards because of that penalty. Very questionable. Another yeah. one. There was a, a, a late hit. A late hit. On Kenny that didn't get called. That as well. George Pickens had an insane catch. I know it's a little bit closer than the other calls I'm mentioning. I'm not sure if I'll look up a video to drop right here. But he pretty much two-toed, tap it. And the second toe, I think it was definitive enough. Obviously, they called it a catch on the field. It probably would have stood. But I think they called it an incomplete catch. Went back and reviewed. I thought there was enough to give it a but catch. The, the thing is, though, that's on the officiating. You, you know, that's George Pickens. That's Jorge Pickens. <laughs> that's Jorge Pickens. Like, if, if, it's, if it's questionable... It's a catch. And then someone better prove him wrong. Yeah. That's how that should go. Nah, nah, nah. George Pickens is like that. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about him a little bit more a little later. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about him a little more. Um, but just a lot of bad calls in general. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that's the reason why we lost. That's what Deontay said. But. Um, like, I don't really support, you know, that thought process with Deontay. Especially since the first play in the game on offense for us could have been a 40-yard, I don't know, it was about 35, 40-yard just grab. That he could have had, maybe even run, and I'm not saying it'll be a touchdown, but it, it's in that it's in that realm. And for you to have that drop, the things could have been completely different. If you would have caught that ball, we might be having a whole different conversation right now. You know what I mean? Imagine that the Steelers on the first drive get that first down. Now we have some a momentum, potentially a field goal. I mean, we saw that shape up literally four days later, and it really set the tone against the Titans. When you have to play behind against this defensive line of the Steelers. And those boys are able to just get off and try to, you know, get to the quarterback without worry when they know they're already playing with a lead. It changes the complexity of the game completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, so, they didn't have that opportunity. So that was a little disappointing to see. And so that, Deontay complaining about the reps afterwards. I mean, I get it. It was very bad that whole night. I probably would have preferred him just not say anything. Thanks. And just take some ownership and be like, hey, you know, officiating was pretty bad. You can call it out if you want. But be like, there's some opportunities on the offense that we we missed. There was an opportunity that I had that we missed. Maybe we'd have a different conversation right now if some of these things were were a little different. So I'm not going to blame the officiating 100%, but it was ass. Yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible. It was probably one of the – I mean, obviously I was there in person and I – That changes it too, and the, you know, the, the atmosphere of it, but still, yeah. it's pretty visible. It was one of the worst games and one of, one of the worst officiating games I feel like I've seen. Um, but it was just a regular game, so I'm not going to go crazy with it. There's been some crazy calls – but just back to back to back to back. It was just nonstop with the like we call I feel like I just never give Pittsburgh anything. Yeah. And I feel like even when you're at home, and I'm good, I'm not saying like you you kinda like, you know, fudge the call because it's the home team, but you expect a couple close calls to sway in the home team's favor yeah. when you're on the road. And I was comfortable. And it got to a point where I was like, it don't matter what happens. If there's a call, we're probably gonna get it with this team. And then unfortunately, not to make fun of not to add, I guess, salt to the wound, but once you get under the ref's skin and they're already calling it for a team, it's practically over. They're not going to flip-flop and be like, okay. Because now they feel like they got to commit to that. And now they're just going to be like, okay, if y'all actually are going to be on our cases too about it, then forget y'all. And they're just going to, it's just going to pile on. Yeah. Um, outside of it being a poorly officiated game, though, I had a lot of fun. Travis Etienne, 50-yard touchdown. I was in the end zone area where he scored that. Was too excited to not get it on camera, but got to watch... Slightly blown coverage, him run a wheel route up the sideline. Nice 50-yard touchdown. And then my boy got back from the concessions in time to watch Jorge Pickens. Did a little mini hurdle over two defenders, get in for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. So we got to watch some touchdowns, some good football. Um, but it leaves us here now, two weeks after that, 
Um, us going back home after a five-game stretch of pretty much road wins, um, five-game winning streak. Well, four out of five were on the road. Um, the Steelers, despite being outgained by almost a thousand yards, um, despite it being ugly, barely getting to twenty points a game. Are five going and three over, not going over four hundred yards? Like we have on a twenty-five game streak of that. Yeah. Yeah, he was where he got 25. I think it's ever since Matt Canada got there. We haven't hit 400 yards, 20 yards. Yeah. It's crazy. Five and three, and um, we're six and two coming off the bye. We have the rejuvenated, reinvigorated Niners coming in Duval. Um, they added Chase Young to the defensive line because I guess they didn't have enough pressure on the defensive line. Could have fooled me. I mean, that's kind of where they were. No, they were struggling more in the secondary, mostly. They didn't change anything there. But which... apparently, uh, Nick Bosa, I mean, I haven't really watched a ton of Niners. Uh, um, football, but Nick Bosa hasn't had a, a great year so far, and I think they were kind of struggling a little bit to kind of get pressure, yeah. because that's where they were supposed to be great at. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they weren't doing well at it, it was more that they weren't having the expectation that they should have had. Um, Quarterbacks are having time back there. Yeah. So I think uh, they're like, yeah, let's get Chase Young, which I think was a... Apparently we were targeting him, move. but we did not spend the pick. That would have been a... It would have been amazing. Because it was only, what, like a fourth or something like that? It was something they like got him for a third. I think we were at a fourth. Yeah, and the, third the Niners team. did the third. I would have done it. I get everybody's angle. Chase Young's always hurt. Chase Young hasn't really turned into the top two pick that he's supposed to be. We have Josh Allen on one side. I'm okay putting somebody of that talent level and just hoping it works out on the other side because you're not going to find him in the third round. Because I, I thought you guys really should have gone out of your way to get some kind of defensive something, player. Something. Because you guys offensively. I would have taken Montez Sweat. Yeah. Not for a second round. Chicago's tripping like they always are. But, like, I would have gone for a Montez Sweat something. Um, you know, a Bayard or... You know, De- Daniel Hunter. No, I mean, no, now no. even... I mean, the Minnesota Vikings keep winning, but I would have taken him. Well, Obviously, we're story. tied to him. We'll talk about a little later, but crazy-ass yeah, story. Crazy. Um, I figured in the offseason we were linked to him a little bit. Figured we'd just go ahead, pull the trigger, uh, the, the trade deadline. But, no, didn't really add anything, which was very disappointing. Apparently, the Steelers, uh, I don't know how much we were involved with Chase Young, but we've actually had some history in the past with Chase Young. We're possibly going to go get him. I don't know if we were in the mix this time, but imagine that. Highsmith, TJ Watt, add in uh, Chase Young, which we really need more of like the, the DB help. But Porter Porter hasn't been bad. We've gotten oh, to watch him play well, He's been amazing, but like on the other side, uh, with Pat Pete. Because don't get me wrong, the Steelers defense is there, but like we'll give up yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't get yards against us. The only thing we'll do is we'll shut it down, in the, light, down in the red zone. We saw a red zone interception against yeah. Trevor. Yeah. I'm there in, in Pittsburgh, so we'll we know you guys play tough defense. Sure. Yeah, but no, nah, we didn't really make any moves, and it was very disappointing. At six and two, I feel like we could really make that jump. Obviously, we're trying to lock down the AFC South, which is looking scarier and scarier by the week because CJ Stroud is him. CJ <laughs> yeah. Stroud is already in the conversation of a top ten quarterback, and yeah. I'm not even mad about putting him there. Nah, <laughs> he's shown me enough. I... Fourteen touchdowns, one interception. Jeez, Almost bro. a 500 yard game and a comeback win. Yeah, he's shown me enough. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we have to contend with that guy. We have Gardner Minshew on the Colts. For so long. Yeah, we have Gardner Minshew on the Colts, which with a pretty favorable schedule for that team right now. And JT kind of ramping up as the season goes on. Um, Will Levis might be that guy also. <laughs> Who would have thought this man I know, puts I'm, mayo I'll, in his I'll coffee? Be, I'll be one to be honest. I thought that man was buns. Exactly. If you put mayo in your coffee, <laughs> there's way more wrong with you than just football numbers. But he he's looked okay. Enough for them to bench Tannehill now going forward. Um, but we're 6-2 and two with a very tough stretch coming up. These four games will really decide 
where we land as a team. If we go 0-4 here, it's going to be really tough because I feel like we could lose the lead of the AFC South. I'll take two wins on this stretch. We go Niners at home. I think we go up to Baltimore. Then we go Bengals at home. Jeez. Um, I'm trying to remember the fourth team. So if you want, I can look. I can't remember. You could you could pull it up, but it's a tough four game stretch. It's Niners, just, Bengals, just, just Ravens. I don't want to say it's Eagles, but it might be Eagles. I don't know. If that's the Eagles, I mean, you're talking about like two, like four top ten teams. Yeah, all these teams are legitimate teams. Like five and four, no, five and three, might be five and four. Yeah, because they just went through the bye week. Um, they're not they're not that level team. And everybody okay, so knows you, it. Sorry. You have the Niners. You do have the t- the Titans and the Texans before you get to the Bengals. We should have Baltimore before that. Really? Mm-hmm. So you have we nine by. You have the Niners. You have the Titans. You have the Texans. You get the Bengals. You got the Browns. You got the Ravens. Okay, there we go. And then you finish out the year pretty easy though. Bucks and Panthers. It's a tough stretch, especially with the Titans. Like the, I mean, I'm not gonna say the Titans are crazy. But the Texans, which routed us before they even got hot, um, so you got Texans. Well, I still counted. It's this six game stretch. We play the Niners, the Texans, the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens. I mean, you got a lot of good teams in there, and the thing is, you don't really have a lot of trash in there. Other than the, I think the Titans are the closest thing in there that are like just not good. Everything else is just solid. Browns present so much pressure on the defensive line. Bengals are hot. I mean, we'll see how quickly T. Higgins gets back and how injured Jamar chases. But Bengals are hot. The Niners added all these pieces and are getting healthy. Trent Williams should be back for this matchup. Debo Samuel should be back for this matchup. Chase Young should be going for this matchup. So, like, they literally got all these pieces assembled just in time to play us at home. Um, it's a tough stretch. But if we can make it out of, I guess, the six-game stretch with, like, a 3-3, three and three, I'll be set. Yeah, That's all I'm asking for. Maybe close out strong in with, like, an 11-5. and five. Um, but if we're able to, like, win this week against the Niners, be massive. Um, tough to ask, though. The Niners I have think, dropped three in a row. I don't see them dropping four in a row. I think it's a tough ask. I think right now yeah. they're just not – and I, just don't, I don't see them losing games right now. Yeah. I think they know they have to step up. And I know that this game right here specifically is going to be a, a big deal for them. Yeah. And I think they're going to show up. But that's a compliment to you guys, though. I mean, they're, they're getting ready for this game. Yeah, so. they have to. Because they know they can't fall too far behind the Seahawks because their schedule isn't really looking the same. I think the Seahawks have a pretty favorable matchup this week as well. So you don't want them to get two games ahead, three games ahead, and then you're trying to make that that distance up. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, they have a young Packers team coming into town. This is your third straight game at home. Um, I don't think you'll have much issues. I think you guys are I really going to... I think it's going to be like every week. I, I'm sure the score is going to is going to. Oh yeah, I'm heavily close. favoring the under. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything different than I'm today than I did last say. time. Yeah. We have we have some some major issues on offense. Yeah. Some major. I mean, it, it's becoming to the point where it's like it's too much. Last year, it's excusable. First few games this year. Okay. Uh, now we have a problem. You know, and we've been out of problem, but now it's just it's just out there. Now I feel like I'm going on social media. I see it everywhere. You know, last year I feel like I wasn't seeing it because I think it was a good excuse kind of mixed in. First few games this year, I think you also kind of have a little bit of excuse in there. Now it's just kind of like now we're like a meme, and it's you kind guys of are a meme. and it's annoying. Um, we have some major issues. I mean, Matt Canada coming down onto the field, 
don't care about that really. Um, great. This man said he want to watch that offense struggle from from down floor below. view. Cool, I guess. Like if that's what you want to do. Um, he thought it was like a Madden thing. He's like, maybe because I just can't see the field, right? You got to change his field view. I, I think it was actually more of like an image thing. Like it was just like a, we were trying some shit. It didn't work. It didn't really work. Um, you know, the, the Jags game was kind of disappointing to see, you know, from the ref side, but also offensively, it's just inexcusable. They go all the way to the three minute mark on the second quarter to finally get your first, finally get your first, first down. Um, we were actually taking bets up in the stands. That's sad. Yeah. And then the, the next game after that, really, we, we won the game. I mean, we, we find ways to win games, you know, the Titans game. But um, that's a rookie quarterback, second game, and it was that he close. He had the potential to drive down the field and win the game. He had a chance there. So we have some major issues on offense. I mean, George Pickens having two catches for negative one yards is just unacceptable. Um, and the targets weren't there at the previous game either. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of things that are just going on that just doesn't make sense. And, you know, I kind of brought this up to you in person. You know, I got to start asking some questions towards Mike Tomlin. Hey man, like what are we doing? What's the plan? Because we're really a, a decent defense, defense, a decent offense away, a decent offensive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Away from really being like an actual pretty solid team. Like you know, and, and the fact is, is like we're we're good right now. Like we we have a positive record. We find ways to make to, to win games. Defense gives up yards, but they'll 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 make them count. You know, when when you get to the red zone later in the game, they keep things really tight. Um, but past that, I mean, offensively, it's just it's embarrassing. You can't keep asking your defense to yeah. hold you guys afloat that long either. Yeah. It's going to be some game where, you know, you're going to have to win a shootout. <laughs> there is, we it's, yeah. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like, you know, if we go down by, like, two scores, like, I almost feel like it's over. Yeah. Like, and I shouldn't feel that way. You know, I got some questions now really for Kenny. I got some questions about, um, obviously, the offensive coordinator with uh, Canada. I got some questions towards Mike Tomlin. Now, Mike Tomlin's good. Don't worry. I'm not, where am I at, I'm not at that point yet. I don't think I ever really will be there. But I got some questions I, got, I need answered. Okay, what's the game plan here? Like, are we just okay with mediocrity here? Are we just okay with the same thing over and over, over and over again? And is Kenny really the guy? You know, these are questions that I'm kind of, you know, thinking about a little bit more often. But as of right now, we have a positive record, and obviously Mike Tomlin is going to be focused on that. We're second in that division in the AFC North. Which is pretty insane. So um, for now, for now, and but we have some the Packers coming up next. I don't know. I would have to look at the schedule to see what's past that. Um, but I'm sure it's not going to be the easiest thing when being in the AFC. But um, with Packers coming up next, we could easily be a six and three team, which is crazy to think about. Bengals are going to face the Texans, which poss- with with possibly no wide receiver help. Um, mm-hmm. Let me not say that Tyler Boyd was that boy before those guys showed up. Um, he'll be he there. Was, he'll be um, there. I still think that with Joe Burrow being back where he's supposed to be, like they could be, yeah. But I mean, the Texans—I don't sleep on the Texans at all now. And I mean, but they're missing Nico Collins and Damian Pierce going into this matchup, so that changes things complexity-wise for them as well. Yeah. Um, the Ravens got who this week? I think they're heavily favored too. I don't know who their their matchup is. Um, oh, the Browns—that's big for y'all. One of those teams got to lose. So, in an ideal yeah, world... The, um, they have the same record right now, though, they? No, the Ravens are at the top. The Browns are 5-3. That's right, three. that's right. So, in an ideal world, you want the Ravens, the Ravens to drop a game, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. That defensive line and... The, the Browns, Browns defense, and I think Deshaun's back, which really hasn't met much, but... He looked okay last week. He's supposed to be back. Yeah, he so. looked okay last week. I mean, his numbers were bolstered by a lot of 
I don't want to say luck, but there was an interception that ended up being a touchdown for Amari Cooper. Like, DB got hands on it, went up in the air. Amari Cooper came down with it. Changes the game a lot, if that's actually a pick. Like, not to be, you know, nitpicky, but I don't think he's back back yet. He made some good throws last week, but we'll have to see against this Ravens defense, which is pretty we legit. really just haven't seen that. I, I don't think we're right going to see now. Houston Deshaun again. I don't know if you want to make that a topic on a quick win, but... I think we've seen the best years of Deshaun. Um, I, I, I think there's I a lot. Know. I think there's a lot going I, I on think up that here. It, I think that it's as a Steelers fan. I, I think I need to see this man. I hate to say it, but I need to see this man fail. I, do, I don't need to see Houston Deshaun Watson in that division. I, I really could use a win <laughs> in that division. So, but I mean, looking at our schedule, I mean, we got the Packers, which I mean, no game. I wouldn't say any game is an easy win. Um, I'm pretty confident in that though. Like I'm, I'm cooking yeah. up a parlay for tomorrow. And Pittsburgh I'm, will be in there. I'm pretty confident too. I mean, against a rookie quarterback, they mm-hmm. haven't looked amazing. I like our odds. So then we face the Browns. That's that's a toss up. I mean, there's two. Whatever the under is, that, that game might be twelve to nine. It could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then Bengals. Um, we already beat the Bengals earlier this year, so I wouldn't be surprised if we drop this one. We and we we split even. Mm-hmm. If we go on a little bit of an easier stretch, Cardinals, Pats, Kyler Beck, Colts. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the easy, like the, the, the Colts is a, an easy win, but I mean, given other teams, it could be a lot worse. Your run defense isn't like locked down, so. And then we have, we finished the year a little harder with Bengals and Seahawks. So I, I very well could see a a pretty solid ending to this to the year, um, but we just need to make some adjustments on offense. And I know that they're trying. I know that they are. I'm sure they're in the, you know, in the film room doing all these things. Something. Um, but I think just as of right now, Matt Canada. Like I say every single time, it's just not it. Um, some questions going towards Kenny. And this man, George Pickens, needs to have 10 targets again. And and the thing is, and, and there might be there's a topic there as well with George mm-hmm. Pickens, you know, given the recent stuff with him, uh, his post that said, free me. I can't even feel bad. I can't. I mean, I can't even, like, be mad at him too much. Obviously, you don't want to see another Steelers wide receiver on social media doing these type of things. I love the way that Mike Tomlin talked about it, though. He said it was like, what, a pebble in his shoe? You know that man got the nagging. You know that man got the uh, got the words, the analogies and stuff like that. Yeah, shout out to him. But um, I'm not too worried about that because I mean, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off too, being at his skill set, like three three targets, two catches for negative one yards. I'd be a little pissed off too. That's where, in my opinion, not to cut you off, that's where you find a, a good homie or somebody you're close with that you let that vent. As a grown man, sorry, not to make. This is towards these athletes, right, that get to do the thing they love and get paid millions. And I know a lot of their image is reflecting on their performance. And when you're a wide receiver, your performance is based in somebody else's performance, whether you like it or not. And when you go out there, you know you're going to get roasted for that two-catch minus one yard, and you really have nothing else you could have done about it, except drag that second foot. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you're not wrong. You don't need I wouldn't call to... it lazy. You call it lazy. I wouldn't call it lazy, but he definitely could have gotten I mean, we've seen the catches he's made. Like, yeah, I, I just wouldn't call. I wouldn't say. I'm not word. saying it's. I said it like, kind of like off the cuff, lazy. But he's a professional athlete. That's a difficult catch. You need to get. You, that you gotta make it. Yeah. If you're George Pickens, you gotta make it. Yeah, but I, yeah, definitely not lazy. I was just again, I was just be like, oh yeah, it looks like a lazy effort, but it's not. It's not lazy. My main point is you gotta show a level of maturity um, as a professional athlete, which I feel like a lot of professional athletes kind of just get. Oh, you know, he's a wide receiver, so he's meant to be a diva or whatever the case is. I prefer you find somebody you're close to, 
let it vent. I hate it here. You know what I mean? People in their normal lives have to do that stuff too. You don't get to just go on social media and be like, free me, right? You work at uh, X company and it's the worst two weeks of work you've had. You don't get to go on Instagram and just say, free me. Everybody's going to you're you talking about like yeah. just because you're in the public eye and you're a wide receiver and you get paid millions and you're supposed to be this high performer and you're looking for the next contract. All these things are uncertain. I get it. But sometimes you need to just dial that back. You think Larry Fitzgerald wasn't annoyed many years in Arizona? One of my favorite players of all time. Not saying everybody needs to be Larry Fitzgerald, but I could. Do you ever? Did you ever see him on social media talking about some free me? No, but I mean, yeah. I know he's like the pinnacle of like. Great, great morale. Great morale guy, right? Like, <laughs> to the point where Tom Brady was recruiting him, and he's like, nah, I'm cool over here. Right? <laughs> right? Steve Smith, he's a completely different animal. I still don't think he was really like Freeman in Carolina when they were winning. It's just a dog. It's tough to say. I mean, 100%, everything you're saying is correct. And I expect better from George, and I'm hoping that... I don't right. expect it. I just know it's just, at this point, we've accepted that the wide receiver is going to do it. I'm just kind of tired of seeing it. But the thing is, is like as a Steelers fan, this worries me. I mean, I have so much history with wide receivers. With a certain wide receiver? I mean, with multiple. Yeah. I mean, we can go down, I mean, the, the Mike past. Mike Wallace, Juju, a, a certain B, one. <laughs> I was um, going to leave them out, but yeah. A.B., Juju, and then a missing one. Um, Martavis Bryant. Oh, yeah, Claypool was the same, yeah. too. Yeah, Martavis Bryant didn't. He didn't really have it. He just, the man just like to smoke the, smoke the condom. Shouts out to him. He's back in the league. Hey, bro, that man was nice. It's just he couldn't. He's like thirty-seven now, though. (laughs) He's thirty-one, but you know that man's like two years away from the ARP. But okay, it's it's it's, obviously this scares me. So, I mean, AB was my idol growing up. I know that's crazy to say right now. (laughs) I know, trust me, I know. But this man was who I. I mean, I'm a Steelers fan. You know what else? Who else am I? In the 2014 to 2000, like 18, 19, who else would I be a fan of? The best wide receiver in football. And I see this man go insane. You know, we get a Chase Claypool type. I didn't even really like him at first, but I could see what he brought to the table. And I'm like, awesome. And then I see where he's and at And then now. very quickly it was like, not awesome. And then, you know, when AB left, Juju was actually trying to was, – I was about to say, he's my favorite wide receiver. And I see him over here going, <laughs> on, the, on the damn logo. And I'm like, what the frick am I watching, man? And so I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I'm still – I got trust that Mike Thomas is going to get that under control. But at the end of the day, I do understand to a certain angle where he's coming from. This offense has been the worst offense in football. Yeah. This offense has been – it's been a disgrace. It's just been terrible. It's been not good, and we need him more involved in the offense. I mean, they said something like they threw the ball up to him like 10 times, like on go routes, one-on-one coverage. This man has come down with seven of them. That's crazy. 70% chance of coming down with the ball on a go route on one-on-one. You gotta hit that every time. And you you know see one on one with that man. You just gotta throw it up. You know what's tough? Because Deontay's back and he's a safety blanket guy, he's gonna get peppered with targets. Because when it was the only option, even if Kenny didn't like it, or Matt Canada didn't like it, or whoever didn't like it, you had to throw the ball somewhere. Now, when you can look up and you can see like a little five yard curl with Deontay Johnson. You're just trying to get the ball out of there. You're not going to let things develop as quickly as you, you know, as you're not going to let things develop play-wise anymore as much when you literally had no other option. Yeah. You're going to see a quick completion, you're going to hit Deontay. 
And that's going to hurt, I think, Pickens for the remainder of the year. It, it probably will, but this is, this is on the OC. It is. It's on the OC. You, you need to find a way to get Pickens involved, no matter what. You've got to yeah. find it. If you see one-on-one coverage, you need to be telling um, Kenny over over the headset, be like, okay, you got one-on-one with, with, uh, with him. Just throw it up. Just, Just get, go, go put it out there for him to go get it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, let him go make a play. That needs to be in the conversation. It needs to be like a okay, George is one on one out there. Let's let's pivot to that. Um, and then I mean, Deontay can still get his. Um, there's the, they're the they're the two best wide receivers that we have. Other than that, I mean, we have a bunch of like kind of gadget guys. Calvin Austin, Al Robinson's okay. Um, he's a good first down getter for y'all. To me, he's okay. I mean, yeah. I watch him play, and I'm not really amazed. He's just he's a great vet guy to have in, in there, and he knows what he's doing. So um, shout outs to him, but. I think we could easily get them both involved in the passing game. I mean, and that's you just gotta ramp things up. I think you just need to be a little more creative with how you get them involved. Kenny shouldn't be reading Deontay, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin, and then and then George. It shouldn't be like that. There needs to be some plays involved for like, okay, you need to look for George right here. And if it's not there, then maybe you can move on to something else, which I know may be a little difficult with where Kenny's at in his in his progression. Yeah, but I just still feel like there's other ways. I mean, we saw in the game in person. We even heard people in the stands saying, like, oh, you know, George is by himself over there on the on the side. We watched it. George on the George is by himself multiple times. The defense were begging them to, to try it. And we never tried it. And then the one time we did, he almost had a crazy toe tap. There's one where I knew off the rip. He took his drop back, right? He did not have any intentions on looking on the right side of the field. Took his drop back, immediately locked in on like a flat route. So I don't even remember who it was, but I looked on the right side and George was shrieking wide open up the right side of the field. Like he beat the coverage. It was man press, I think. Beat that coverage. Our safety was covering the left. George was gone. And I was like, if he looks to the right, it's probably a 40-yard completion minimum, maybe a touchdown. But he was locked in on where he was going already. And, you know, I'm not a coach. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I don't know what the play call is. I don't know if it's a quick get it out of your hands type thing, but just seeing that. I was like, bro, I don't know. And, and that's and that's almost where I need – I almost need Kenny to step up right there and be like, this isn't working. And I'm not saying you need to you need to disregard, but – What you got going on? Sorry, guys. Did you unplug it? No, it's just, it's just making noises, man. You're good. Go ahead. Continue Anyways, um, sorry, guys. Um <laughs> I think you need to step up right there. Okay, Kenny, I get it. You're listening to the OC. You're young. It's just not working, man. It's not working. You have the most. You have the worst offense in football. I need you to sit here and go, you know, F it. <laughs> George is out there by himself. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to give him a look or something. Be like, something. You know, I'm sure there's something you can tell this man. Like, hey, I'm going to you. Be ready. Or just do it. Two different guys, obviously. Horrible comparison to make because they're in different spots in their career. But when you watch Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey play the game of football, slide backyard. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is the main route nine out of ten times. And the defense knows it. And we know it at home. And he's still, on most weeks, he's going to give you 10 for like 140. <laughs> and it's not because of just straight up skill. So because they look at each other and they'll be like, I'm going to get to this spot on the field. Trust me to beat my guy. I'm getting to this spot on the field. You let that ball go because I'm going to get to this spot on the field. They have that connection. Yeah. 
Tyreek and Tua have been on a similar trajectory over there in Miami, if you watch how they play. Sometimes Tua is just like... Miami football is just beautiful to watch. Exactly, right? But sometimes Tua and Tyreek are just like, I know based on how fast you run and how the DB is going to have to be backpedaling, if you cut to the left and I let that ball go, you're probably going to be the guy in the area to catch that. And I'm just going to trust that every time. Sometimes that's what their offense turns into. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown to an extent now. You're big. You're tall. You have a pretty high vert. Just go get it. These DBs are like 5'4", 5'6". I'm going to throw the thing up there. There was a couple throws. Jalen was like, I don't care. Yeah. Go get it. Two two guys? Three guys? Don't care. Be big. Go get it. it, Right? It comes to a point where you're just like, that's who I have on the team. And I'm going to trust that fact that that's who I have on the team. Kirk and Jay Jettas. Obviously, they schemed a lot of things for him to get open. I feel like it's a little different with them. But, like, same concept. Like, hey... I'm going to hit you right here. Yeah. Like, no matter what, the scheme is or whatever, you get to a spot and I'm going to hit you. And I'm going to try to hold on to it as long as I can to get it to you. Like that iconic, like, Justin Jefferson catch, that fourth down. Against the Buffalo Bills? What was it? Kirk said afterwards, like, he was like, no, I literally went to Jettison. I'm like, hey, this is going to you. No matter what you do, like, I don't no matter care what's what happened. Yeah. It's going to you. And, and Jettison's like, I got you. And he just <laughs> went up and pulled some stuff out the hat, right? Yeah. Sometimes it comes to a point where you have to do that. We can't just keep scheming like, okay, what's the best play? What's the best route? I know you're the best offensive weapon we possibly have on the team. But, you know, Deontay's probably going to get open for six yards. We need that six yards. It's not working. And, and I'm watching Deontay. You can also tell that this man Deontay looks kind of slow right now. I don't know if you can really notice. He's it. probably not 100%. He's probably not 100%, which is fine. I mean, that's not really who he is. You're, yeah. you're, you're a, just run a cool route and then you're open. Uh, but that's cool. That's nice to have a guy like Deontay to be able to do that. But Deontay really, in my eyes, isn't a, a go route kind of guy. He's not a deep route kind of guy. You know, obviously we saw in the Jags game with them throw it deep to him. It was one time. Okay, Wet hands. But Deontay also is known yeah. for drops. For he is drops. known for them drops. Um, George Pickens is that guy for you. Like we, If we're going to take a few shots, like we threw one to like, um, not Cameron Hayward, it's his brother. Connor Hayward. We threw like a couple to him. I'm like, the fuck? Like, cool. He's, Sometimes you got to keep he's, it in he's the a family. Guy, he's, he's, a, he's a guy with heart. You got a Sometimes lot of heart. you got to keep it in the family. I need you to... I need you to throw to George. That's why I need I need you to throw to Jorge. Throw it up. Let him go get that ball. He needs to see at least eight to ten targets a game. If George doesn't go catch that ball, and if he walks out the game with two catches for 15 yards, at least you can say you tried to get it to him. To me, it's unacceptable to be out out the gate, three targets. That's just not going to work. If you're not going to utilize your best weapons, I mean, what are we, the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, for real. Talking about not unlocking the right guys and bringing up the Falcons. I feel like the Jags have a similar situation with Calvin Ridley. Um... He had a pretty good performance against the Steelers, don't get me wrong. No touchdown. Um, Trevor looked for him a lot. He won a lot of his one-on-ones. He also Uh, had a drop in there, too, didn't he? Yeah, he had one drop in there. But I feel like once we've completely unlocked... Because, again, I love Christian Kirk. Love Zay Jones. We acquired Ridley from the Bureau wide receiver one. And I think the talent's still there. I think the the explosiveness is still there. You can see it. You can just tell he has You can tell the different... The different levels when he has the ball in his hands or when he runs around compared to everybody else, right? But I feel like we still haven't unlocked him in this offense yet. Um, I am a huge Evan Ingram fan. Huge Evan Ingram fan. Um, I like what he's presented for us as a Jags fan compared to like what he was with the Giants. I, I think he's been great for y'all. He's been amazing. I think we found the right situation for him. I think we use him very well. Very good safety blanket for Trevor. Very athletic guy. Gets out. Good run after catch, too, a lot of times. Really love the way, the style of play he has. But I feel like we really need to unlock Calvin Ridley a little bit more. Especially if we're planning to make 
a deep run. Like as a cool gadget team with six and two, it's fantastic to to be where we're at. But if we're gonna actually compete for a championship, we need to get that guy going. Yeah, y- y'all need to be like almost how the Bengals have. Yeah, really not this year, but how they've really been able to get all three of the receivers Unlocked. involved. I mean, you have a top five guy, you got like a top fifteen guy, and then even though Tyler Boyd, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say he's a top thirty guy, but he's no slouch. Yeah. So like, and they still to, ran the ball well in that in that stretch too. And Hayden Hurst last year was actually pretty okay. Yeah. So like, it's kind of crazy to look back and see like how they can figure it out, and that's like kind of like the template, especially for a team like you that have multiple weapons. I mean, you guys are. I would say I would consider y'all loaded on offense, and um, y'all just went healthy. Yeah, I just I think even if y'all lost one player, I think y'all are okay. Like we did look bad without Zay Jones against y'all, but I just think when Zay is back and he's able able to open up the field a little bit down feel a little bit more. Zay Jones is nice. Yeah, he he really is. Like, I don't know how in when he was playing for the Raiders, how they just never or Buffalo. And, and the thing is, is like I mean, it's the Raiders, so I guess that's excusable. Yeah. But I mean, he had a decent year with the Raiders, though. He did. It was a. That's the reason why he got a contract with yeah. for the Jags. Uh, but you look at him, and you can really tell. Like, I mean, he has the right size. He's made some crazy catches, some pretty good speed. Good, set. yeah. I can see him being pretty solid with you guys. I mean, is, when is he coming back? It's a. It's alleged. It might be this week. Um, yeah, but it's, y'all, it's y'all definitely could use him back, and it probably would help uh, Calvin a little bit. I need it this week. Um, if we're supposed to really, you know, be competitive. Yeah, they they, are they they used the bye week. I think it was Nick Wright. I don't know if it's Nick Wright necessarily, but somebody made the comment in media. The bye week came at the right time for the Niners. Yeah. They were reeling. Losers three in a row. They acquired new talent during the bye week. They got healthy and got their offensive weapons back. Debo, um, obviously Trent, all those boys. For us, it's almost the opposite. We were streaking five in a row. Um, obviously, we wanted Zay back, but the team's mostly healthy. We had built a rhythm. We were going. And then we kind of just get the bike to drop in and kind of – we have to build that momentum back up. And it might not be the right time for us to be on bye. It's almost one of those things like you'd almost prefer to win. We would prefer to go into the next game and just keep this momentum going. Um, and now we have to get, you know, back home for multiple weeks too. It's not always the best thing. Get back comfortable, get back relaxed. And have to face a team that they're going to come out and try to hit us in the mouth. So – I don't know. Um, it'll be an interesting game for sure. I'm taking the over. Not betting advice. I'm taking the over. Um, I think we still have a pretty solid day on offense. They have our team total set at 20 and a half points. I think what could happen is um, I think either you guys look very solid and it's like almost a shootout type thing, or I think you guys look terrible. I think even if we look terrible, though, in the second half when we just have to air it out, I think we'll still pace and kind of – we won't have many three and outs. That's my projection. Yeah. At some point in the game, either we're ripping them on offense and also giving up stuff on defense, but ripping them on offense early, um, or in the second half when we're down like two touchdowns, they're just going to open up the playbook and just go, and then we'll get like a lot of empty yardage and stuff like that. Probably still lose by about touchdown and a half. But I, I, yeah, y'all, y'all, the thing is, y'all have the weapons. Y'all have the pieces. Like I said, I think that upright too, though. Yeah, like I said, though, I really think y'all should have got somebody on defense, man. I really feel bad that y'all really weren't able to get somebody, but um, y'all's your team's looking pretty good, though. That would have been amazing to get somebody on, on defense, but... Anybody, any, honestly, anybody. It could even have been a position that maybe isn't a huge need. It, it would have been nice for y'all. Wasn't meant to be. Wasn't meant to be. Any storylines you're looking forward to this week? 
obviously Kyler's back. I don't know if you really care about the Cardinals like that. Um, as a Marquise Brown owner, feeling pretty good, you know, with the D-Hop being out there. Balls. Yeah, so uh, other than that, I mean, obviously seeing how Kyler looks is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Josh Dobbs, crazy story over in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Got Jay Jettis coming back pretty soon, which is pretty it's awesome. Actually this week, but um, I don't think I've heard anything concrete on that. Yeah, I don't think it's this week. But I mean, the fact that it's so close this week makes me feel better about maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Um, past that, I mean, we'll just see. We got some good matchups this week. Uh, I think this is a really critical time for a lot of teams, you know, to really see how we, uh, like the Steelers, are we going to be able to keep it going? Are we going to, are we going to falter to the Packers and now we're just a Buns team? Are you guys going to be able to be the Niners and really be in that conversation of one of the next teams to really make it? I guess we'll find out. We have an opportunity to end up with the best record in the league if we beat the I was say, if you guys beat the Niners, I mean, we're, we're getting into a territory with you guys that I know y'all haven't really experienced for a while. Close game against the Chiefs. Smash the Bills in London, even though it was London. Um, beat the Steelers. That's a 500-win team, over 500-win team. Yeah, get into some rare air right here yeah. if you're able to beat 72. Yeah. Um, I think one that I'm also looking forward to is actually the Cardinals-Falcons game has a couple of layers. I think if Arthur Smith loses to the Cardinals, he might lose his job. I think he needs to, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it really is kind of crazy to think about how you took somebody a running back. And you don't use them. I, I'm really getting tired of looking at the stats to saying Tyler Algier having more. more uh, you more saw cares. somebody debunked his um, Tyler Algier is the best short yardage running back in the in the league statement. He like said Tyler Algier's percentage and run, like success rate and yards per rush and short yardage is like three point three yards per carry. Bijan Robinson's yards per carry and short yardage is five point seven. I like how you say his name right. Yeah, I have to practice. Yeah, I, I like Bijan. I don't care, Bijan. Sounds yeah. way better. Yeah. Um, sorry. Oh, of course, I'm not meet you though. Yes, yeah, Bijan. No, I'm sorry. I call you Bijan. Oh, it's kind of me. Sounds cool. Um, there was something else I was gonna say. Shit, I forgot. I'd like to see how Jameer Gibbs looks with David Montgomery back. God, that's so frustrating. Yeah. As sorry. a as a Jameer Gibbs owner it in makes fantasy. My stomach turn. I know this is a big week to see. Is he? Are we getting back to back to the first few weeks? Are we going to see Jameer Gibbs take over? I wouldn't get your hopes up. That's all I'm going to say. As somebody with Hard Rock now, they have David Montgomery anytime touchdown at plus one twenty. Hammer the crap out of that. Yeah. Montgomery will be getting red zone touches again um, if they feel he's healthy enough. Dan Campbell loves him, David Montgomery. He loves him, that type of running back. David Montgomery. You look at, again, the parallels. You had DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams last year. Jamal Williams was his red zone guy. At, at certain points, started being more than just a red zone guy, but it was his hammer. He don't really like using the flashy backs. He gets his hammer back. I'd be surprised if you don't see David Montgomery fall into the end zone tomorrow. Yeah, He's, he's definitely going to work into the workload for Jimmy yeah. Gibbs and... Um, if you're if you have Jameer Gibbs a fantasy, still trot him out there, man. Oh, you know he's definitely you still gotta start him, and you gotta hope that he's gonna be able to pull out a, you know, a decent amount of carries and, and some catches. But we're really what we're really looking for is what's the snap percentage? What are the usages that we're using for Jameer Gibbs? Have we earned a little bit more since David Montgomery's been out? You because, can still hammer his receptions too. Yeah, don't get him involved in the pass game, but he definitely earned his he definitely earned getting some more touches. And I'm what we're really looking for is can we really see him getting some more touches? Because he very well could go out there and get 
exactly back to the first few weeks. And let's so. not sleep. He's going against a Chargers defense that can be had. So, honestly, both running backs have had a pretty solid day. Funny enough, that game's not a crazy difference. I think the Lions are underdogs, if not pretty even against the Chargers because it's in L.A. Or like... Okay, so if you uh, like to bet. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't care what you could have. The Lions are the real team here, in my opinion. No, the Lions look serious. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely solid. So. so I'm taking the Lions for sure as a gambling man. Um, I have a little fun take. Go down the list of games and tell me who's going to score touchdowns. We can cook up a let's retire parlay. Okay. A dollar, a different touchdown touchdown score in each game. I got Colts and Pats. I already have something with JT anytime touchdown. I was going to so say, I feel like different. the obvious one right here is, is, uh, is JT. Yeah. Um, I think if you wanted to be cute with it. What are you thinking? Freaking Zeke? Oh, gross. That sounds gross. Because Ramondre doesn't really get the early morning game. What's the tight end? Who's the tight end for, for the Colts? Is it Granson? Or is it... Yeah, that's not even more disgusting. Isn't that Malawi? I thought it was Malawi Cox. Might be Malawi Cox. No, you're right. It's great. I also is Josh Downs playing? Okay. It's questionable, I think. Pittman. If Downs is playing, I'm I'm a Downs fan, man. I'm a Downs fan. I think the obvious one is doing JT. Alright, let's keep it realistic. We'll go JT for this one. But if you want to be cute, if Downs, Downs is playing, if he's playing, I don't. I think the last the boy. I was about to say. I think the last time I checked the books, he was not. He was not available. <sighs> but. Hey, I want y'all to hear it now. And I know he's been kind of turning up a little bit. But I'm letting y'all know now. I've been on that train. Yeah. You have been on the Josh Downs train. Josh Downs train. You have been on the Josh Downs train. Um, Green Bay Packers and Steelers. I'm actually going to um, pivot. People might say, oh, the Steelers struggle in the beginning. And you're right, we do. And we haven't shown that. We haven't shown a good first drive. Actually, versus the Titans, we did. I actually think Najee right here. I was gonna say the same thing. Give me another Najee anytime touchdown this week. I think we find. I think we make it work first drive. I think Packers aren't gonna score in a while. So Najee anytime touchdown. JT anytime touchdown. What's the next game? Saints and Vikings. Give me Alvin Kamara. He missed well, out last week. Um, Taysom Hill pushed the crap out of him multiple times. And don't get me wrong, Taysom might push the crap out of him again. But for this one, we're going Alvin Kamara. He'll get in the end zone somewhere, whether it's receiving or rushing. I agree. I think that the other conversation, the other person I would throw out there is Jordan Addison. I think there's just a good story there. That man just keeps scoring. He just keeps going. I, I love the story. I, I think it's just going to keep rolling. Stay. It's awesome. I think that I could, I could, I could even see it. I could see a uh, Josh Dobbs roll out. You got, you got Addison going across, and I can already see it. But if you want to go with safe, Alvin Kamara is definitely the move. Texans and the Bengals. This one's kind of dicey because. There's a lot of people who might be missing. Higgins is out. Yeah. Jamar Chase is, what, questionable? Yeah. Game time decision. Um, it makes me want to just stay away. <laughs> it does, but we're going if for I, the retirement parlay. If I had... So we can't just stay away. I mean, would you be cute? I mean, if... if Tank Dell, baby, not joking. Dalton Schultz. If it's not Dalton Schultz... First, he's done my first touchdown? No, anytime touchdown. 
Okay. If it's not Dalton Schultz, I like siding with a team that I think is going to win, though. Because I could see, like... That's where my, mind, that's where my, that's where my mindset's been at. But my um, mind was with the Bengals, but I think you're right. I think knowing... I can see Tyler Boyd. I was thinking it. I was actually thinking about it. If Jamar Chase plays, I'd say just lock that in. But if you... We don't know for sure. I would say Dalton Schultz is a pretty good shout. I don't love Tank Dell. We got to select Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Tank Dell, Dalton Schultz. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing Tank Dell. I think we're looking at Dalton Schultz or Tyler no, Donald Schultz or, or Joe Mixon. I'm going Joe Mixon. We've been picking a lot of running backs, but it, it, they really are the most... It's supposed to be the most safe, but I'm going Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon's a good bet. I think if you wanted to pivot, I, I do like Donald Schultz. So. Okay. Um, Browns and Ravens. Give me, give me, give me, you know, give me a Lamar. Run into touchdown. That is spicy. That'll boost the odds crazy. I, I will. You know what? I'll support it. You know what? Crazy. He's got to take off from Miles. He got to take off. He's got to take off. Man's gonna be running. <laughs> yeah, but he been he been playing the he's been oh, playing he's in the been, pocket a lot. It, to me, it either be that or we're looking at like a Mark Andrews type. I was feeling that as well, but I like the boost that the Lamar rushing touchdown gives us. So I'm gonna side with it. I'm gonna go with the Lamar rushing touchdown. But I was just on Lamar anytime. But so obviously, passing, passing won't count. Okay. It's rushing or receiving. I was going to say, if it could count to passing, that'd be kind of cheap. I think his <laughs> passing is at over one and a half. I guess the Browns, I don't know. Tough, man. That's a tough it's secondary. A tough, tough matchup, man. That's the thing. is, it's a, it's a good secondary. They have a good defense in general. So I I, I like the I odds of him just taking off. So yeah. um, Titans and the Bucks. Yeah, do I want to go D. Henry? I was thinking Chris Godwin. I was thinking Rashad White. <laughs> Rashad White doesn't see the end zone that much. But he got he got a couple tubs last week. He did, but like that's it's end up a little bit rare. But I mean Chris Godwin's also rare. But I'm Chris Godwin really Chris, hasn't gotten his this year. He's got one, I think, this year. I, I feel better about Mike Evans than I do Chris Chris Godwin. So what you feel? This is a joint one. So I think the safe one's Derrick Henry. Okay. Do you think that don't forget Devin White, I don't know if both of them are healthy. But the linebacking core out there in Tampa is not bad. Defensive line does. Okay, it's either that or Mike Evans for me. Which do you feel most confident in? You make a bad point. The, Bucks actually, the reason why the Bucks have been pretty decent this year is because Baker hasn't been bad. This hasn't been bad, but that defense has been pretty solid. Yeah. The Titans, I feel like, just can get got. Do you believe in Derrick Henry? Because, I mean, it doesn't have to be like an amazing situation for him to score. They can literally drive, and if he gets within the five, it's probably going to be Derrick Henry three times. So if you're feeling Derrick Henry, because remember, we're parlaying a lot of guys. Something's feeling funny in my bones. By Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Let's add Derrick Henry to the parlay. Someone keeps grabbing me. Let's add Derrick Henry to the parlay. Niners and Jags. I, I think the obvious one here. It's 17 games in a row. Bro, it's 17 games in a row. It's 17 games in a row. <laughs> I'm not going to bet against that. <laughs> I don't know if we should add that one in there. Because if we have the retirement parlay and that busts it, but I would be nah, so... You got to add that in there. Because it's going to be like... The thing is, it's negative money. Anytime touchdowns are usually plus money. His is so far gone to the negative side now, it's ridiculous. It's not even worth so it. So you think that you should use somebody else? You should get somebody who is still plus money. Um... Obviously, you're feeling the Niners. I understand that. 
Oh. I was thinking Jags, but the defense is so good for the Niners. Like, ETN has been playing amazing. ETN has scored. But That's I, crazy. But I feel like nobody's, uh, nobody's uh, a lock on this one. So I think the Niners is the side to go on. Yeah. I, I, to me, it, I'll be okay. If you want to save from CMC. Well, I don't have to. Again, this is the retirement party. If you feel like it's the most confident player to go with, we'll side with it. Just like we went with the Derrick Henry last one. You know what? Are we doing CMC? Brandon Ayuk. That was my feeling too. But are we doing CMC? If you if, okay, if you don't like it, I mean, he's he, to me he's safe. But um, Brandon Ayuk only has two touchdowns for the year. He gonna get another one. He has to, right? When's the last time he had a tug? Two weeks ago. I think he scored against the Bengals. He has had two touchdowns this year against one team. Oh, really? Yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I remember week that game. one. That means he has gone one, two, well, three, he's got four, hurt too, five, six. He's had six games with no touch. So you think this is the game? All right, so let's put Brandon Ayuk in there. Next game. <laughs> you love it? I, I don't mind it, yeah. Lions and Chargers. David Montgomery. David Montgomery. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's back. I mean, you could say, like, Austin Eckler. That's not a game. That's, 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 that's not a bad bet, though. But, but I'm going David Montgomery for my value, man. I feel like he's back. Dan Campbell's going to make it a point to put that man in the end zone. Exactly. Falcons cards. I actually have. <laughs> and you know what I think, though? I think it's fine. I, I like I like Bijan. But here's why. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Here's why. Here's why. I feel like Arthur Smith might feel the pressure. He doesn't care. <laughs> he has to feel it. He can't, you don't think he can read a room? You think he's the... He, that's the thing. He can't. He can't read a room. He thinks he's the smartest man in every room, and that's the problem. You'll ask him a question, and this man will just go on and on and on about what he's doing is right. I feel like he's going to be like, you know what, fuck it. Put him out there. Like, what? <laughs> Show him that he can't do it or something like that? No, I think he's going to be like, all right, guys, you got, you got me. You don't like it? Okay. I don't right. trust him okay. to use his The thing weapons. is, is anybody on the Falcons, I don't feel good about. I almost feel like... Jonu Smith is my favorite. He loves him some Jonu Smith. He loves himself some Jonu Smith. He'll the thing find is, Jonu Smith just scored one from 80 yards last week. You know what the problem is? What? As I'm kind of like, Mar- I'm kind of liking Marquise Brown, just because I, I want to stay away from Atlanta. I know. Because <laughs> who's is James Conner back? Is uh, potentially. Potentially. Okay, so fuck that. Um, <laughs> I mean, even if he comes back, are we confident? So, 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 so what are we looking at? We're looking at a. a if Marquise we're gonna go storyline, if we're gonna go storyline, I like the Bijan Robinson storyline. If we're not gonna go storyline, and we're gonna go what Arthur Smith probably will do. It's probably going to be like a John O. Smith one yard rushing rush touchdown or some crap like that. He's going to go under center. He's going to do yeah. the touch push. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. The Titans, the one year John O. Smith was there, it was like two years. He was vulturing touchdowns from Derrick Henry. They were using him. And guess who was there when they were doing that? Yeah. Arthur Smith. Just saying. I mean, if you really like John O. Smith, how, how much do you like it? I just feel like one of these days, he got to be like, all right, all right, all right. I all, like the bizarre Robinson story. This was all a joke. <laughs> I like the Bajan Robinson storyline, so we're going to side with that. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to post a picture of what this parlay looks like after this, too, because my phone's in use, but yeah. Or you could cook it on Hard Rock. You're over here just looking at games. I haven't really used it, though. I, I mean, I can show you how to click on... I, I can click them all if you want me to do that afterwards. But. I think I can figure it out. I'm a smart, intelligent... intelligent okay. Smart, intelligent... I'll sit to that. Handsome, independent man. What's next game? Commander Seahawks. Ooh. 
He's been hurt. He's dealing with um. Is he dealing with something? Yeah, Zach Charbonnet's out touched in the last two weeks. So, here's my feeling: the Commanders let a big, strong wide receiver get off on him last week, two weeks ago. I think this is DK Metcalf time. Think he gets his moment. DK Metcalf anytime touchdown. He hasn't had many. Okay. I can get a. I can. I, I can be down with that. Cowboys Giants. CD. That boy's on a tear. He is a terror. The only thing that would make me worried about CD is if the Cowboys get up by like twenty-one points, and neither of them are CD. At that point, it will probably not be CD. True. But to me, it was either him or um. You know what I like too? Rico Dowdle. I was gonna say the tight end, Jake Ferguson. I like Jake Ferguson too, but I like Rico Dowdle. But let's go with CD. CD. <laughs> um, Jets and Raiders. Ugh. Um, Reese. No. Nope. I mean. To score, I mean, he's done it before. Brees is going to have to score from at least 45 yards out for it to be Brees. I know who's going to score. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. He's back. I think he needs to be. Yes. This is like, what, three weeks in a row? Bad. It is Sauce Gardner. I think he's going to sun him. But Devontae Adams. This is going to be a moment where it's like, okay. I'm still you're, you're, you're Sauce, you're there. But you're not there yet. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. Um... Will I be cooking with Jacoby Myers in it though? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacoby Myers has been looking. That guy? Yeah. Pretty much that city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then you got the Broncos and the Bills. I oh, I would like Diggs, but he's been on, he's been on a touchdown streak recently. Um, you said Broncos and the Bills. I don't really like anybody in the Broncos. I was gonna say um. You, you weren't gonna say Judy, were you? I was gonna, I was thinking it, but I was gonna say um. You're not gonna say Sutton. No, I was thinking um. Their running backs back. Devontae Williams gonna get a one yard rush, but um, on the Bills side, you know who I'm gonna ride with? Who's also been on a touchdown like consistency? If I'm gonna retire, I'm gonna retire because of my boy. If you say the word Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis, baby, he has been balling. Oh really? With his like one catch for like five yards? Don't week? look at all the touchdowns he scored. Oh, no, you're not wrong. I think he's had eight touchdowns this you're, you're year. You're not wrong. He's been... He's That's been, not even hyperbole. I think he's had eight touchdowns this year. hyperbole. I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> and, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think he has. He's been on tear all year this year. Um, but... If it's not him, I feel like... Kulish. Oh! We we got the same amount of yards as he did last game. Zero. Zero. I mean, at least he had more than Jorge Pickens. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, but the week before that, he did turn up. If it's not Gabe Davis, I'm going Khalil Shakir. We're going with the second or tertiary wide receivers for this one. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like this. It's like Khalil Shakir. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm leaning Diggs or Kincaid. Kincaid. I like Kincaid. You like Kincaid? Yeah. Let's do Kincaid. You like that? Yeah. Okay. okay. But when Gabe Davis scores, I'm definitely for the I, 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 And The thing is, like, <laughs> the, the, the worst thing about this is, like, that's actually pretty realistic that he probably could get it. That's what I'm saying, game. bro. Gabe's been that bad. I just hate betting on, like, the, their fifth best player. It's kind of crazy. Been doing his thing. <laughs> Call it what you want. Um, if you want to do Gabe, I, I can get that one. But I, I like Diggs or Kincaid a little more. Okay. I think Kincaid's been on a tear. 
I think that's the Monday night game. Are we at the end? Yeah. We gotta cook it. We gotta see how much it's for. A dollar. Let's see a if dollar I can figure out how to retire. Real quick. Also, I'm just gonna preface. You guys might not hear good audio on this one because the computer's crashed. I spent the last 15 minutes trying to restart the computer, so I might be holding this just for fun. But there will be audio. <laughs> I think he's bubbled. Can y'all hear that? No. I, I mean, it's still it. technically working, but the computer that it is going to is not currently working. So <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know right now. It is what it is. Hey, but we ain't, we, ain't, we ain't said we were professionals. Nah. We didn't say all that. We did not. I'm running everything. I'm over here hitting startup prepare. Like, I gotta. I feel like I'm going for the Geek Squad right now. I gotta lock in, bro. Oh, shoot. Oh, why, why do this? I'm telling you, bro. I'm trying to see. So if you need help. So let's review. Yeah, let's yeah, review. Yeah, yeah. How do I go back? Okay, we good, we good. So we turn you on so far. We turn you on. So we're okay, right? And indie, indie pats. So we're going. Oh, we're going too fast for me. Okay, indie pats. JT. Okay, okay. First one done. First okay, one. okay, 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 okay. First one done. Cleveland, Baltimore. We said Lamar Russia. So Lamar in time. Plus 200. Okay, okay. Green Bay Pit. You say Najee? You said TJ Slayton? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Who that? <laughs> All I saw was like 10 million. That's all you <laughs> I don't care how it happens. You said you wanted to win a million, right? <laughs> True. With this parlor, we might get there. Off a dollar. Houston, Cincy. We you said Dalton, right? No, we said Joe Mixon. Oh, I don't think we agreed on that. Yeah, we did. Did we agree on that? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Joe Mixon. Okay, you want to do Dalton Show? We'll do Joe Mixon. That's a piece of ice for anybody listening. I'm sure that's going to be the thing that gets yeah. out of all the things that we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Saints and Vikings tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Taysom Hill. I'm definitely cooking something with Taysom Hill. Like, I'm going to have a parlay that's like Taysom Hill, Jonu Smith, and some other random guy. CMC is only negative 150. That's the same as Joe Mixon. Do you realize that's crazy? Okay, yeah, because there's literally no wide receivers available in, in the Bengals right now. Okay, right now you, he's actually the second, second place. But if you're feeling CMC, minus one fifty is not bad. Nah, man, nah, man. You do, you do, you. CMC three the weeks dude's ago. Dude's only been on like a freaking seventeen. CMC three streak. weeks ago was at minus three forty. You know how crazy that is sure. for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But minus one fifty is good value. Who do who did we say for the Titans and Bucks? Derek Henry. Yeah. Bijan. This is fun to watch. Montgomery. Yeah. For sure. You are moving fast now. This boy yeah, picks up. I got some rhythm now. Yeah, this man. Go on. See, this this part's okay. 
But then it's gonna be the let me add money, let me add a dollar to it, and all that. That's gonna really throw me off. CD. I believe Polarity has the same as CMC. Isn't that crazy? Because he's not been doing that. Hard yeah, I, okay, I kind of lied because it's actually 125, but 150, 125. Is it minus? Yeah. Yeah, Hard Rock is tripping. Sorry. Yeah, you said uh, Jahan Dawson? No. No, did not say that. You said Jahan. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Gabe Davis is 240. Well, don't worry, I got another one. I'm gonna cook another one. But this is the. This is the retirement. Whoa, 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 whoa. Got some problems. Okay, no, it's because it's the Thursday night game. We're good. Okay, so how much legs is it saying right now? Okay, $10 wins us 700, 200. No. Sorry, this is a big number. So, 723,000. Why would we do? I'm, I was thinking a dollar. Why you put? Oh no, that's just what it showed. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Let me see the screen. Let me see the screen. One dollar gives us seventy-two k. That's horrible odds. But yes, okay. We will lock it in. We will lock it in. How do I have money? I can't wait. Oh yeah. I forgot I already did this. Shout outs to past Matthew. Okay. Shout outs. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> oh man, I'm getting overwhelmed again. Okay, so a dollar going 72 racks? Yeah. Jeez. I said you on the screen show. What are we doing if it gets to, what are we at, Monday night game? I mean, the problem is the 72,000 really isn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot, but it's not like, let's go, let's wait, go retire. It's, no, it's not a retirement parlay, obviously. But that's definitely um, my uh, my whole year, probably one of the best moments of my entire life kind of thing. <laughs> if that hits, ooh, but don't worry. We're putting in one of those every week. One dollar. I have a dollar probably also cooking with all the NFL games. What am I off? Twelve of the NFL games of the slate. A dollar to win $318. Just teams to win. Yeah. I started off with theirs. That hit. So I just have 11 legs to go. But we'll cook up We'll cook up one of those two in the future. In the future. Yeah. It's just a dollar. What's a dollar? Yeah, what's a dollar? Especially these days. Dollar ain't shit. Not a thing. Any closing thoughts, my friend? Um, other than the usual, fire my Canada. Yeah, bro. It was, you know what's electric? Hearing those chants in the stadium. Knowing that he's up there. And he had to listen to that, too. I actually thought we were pretty soft on that game. You guys did kind of, it wasn't as loud and, like, harmonious. But there were some getting through, I feel like. Where... And it was funny, too, because, like, anytime something bad happened, 
damn it, Matt Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. And he, yeah. we had like we have like a built-in like excuse now. Damn it, Matt Canada. No matter what happens. Yeah. No matter like, what happens. Kenny even got getting away with some shit now. But don't get me wrong, I see you. <laughs> I see you. Anyways. This has been. Well, I'm just letting Kenny know. I can see. I know. I can see the missed throws. I know. You you're not you're not letting them get away with it. I ain't letting you get away with it. No, this is real life. Yeah. You're gonna have to you gotta got, show them proof, Ken. I got questions. Yeah. Big Kenny boy, yeah. old pickster. Yeah, because after I see Will Levis and shit, and CJ Stroud and Dobbs. Yeah, I was about to say if Dobbs doing that, wasn't Dobbs with y'all for a minute? Anyways, we'll have uh, a. I was about to say he I was like our third string. Yeah, I was about to say behind Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's a smart yeah, oh, guy. Oh no, no no behind Mitchell Trubisky. No. And Mason Rudolph. And Mason. Rudolph. Mm-hmm. So actually, I don't know if there was over overlap with Mitch. We might have got Mitch when Dobbs left. Yeah. To make it to three, but he was behind Mason Rudolph, <laughs> which is even worse. Because at least at least Mitch is the is the MVP. M, emphasis. Yeah, yeah, M. Yeah. M. I'm not saying M for Matthew. I'm saying N, as in Nickelodeon. <laughs> this has been two and still episode three. Um, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. You're wondering, aren't we on week ten? Why is this episode three? Shit happens. Like, you know, I'm not going to make all the promises yeah. no more. Yeah. Blame can be put around everywhere. You know, left, right, you know. You know, things happen. We had to go on a little trip, remember? Earlier, I'm sure y'all did. Yeah. yeah. But we're back now. And hopefully going this could be... on a trip on our favorite record ship. No promises, but we're hoping to make this thing a weekly thing again. I feel like that's my eighth time saying this on the channel. You know what my last post was on this channel? Why would you know? It's stupid ass question. It's like thirty days ago, thirty-one days honest. ago. Yeah, you you could have lied to me, right? Well, thirty-one days ago, man. It's better than the lie that I thought. Of. The lie I thought it was like a week ago. So. That's having a lot of faith in you. But now we're back. New fancy mic that you guys won't hear the audio from. Um, and it's good. I swear to God, I didn't pick up any of this. No, I picked up the first forty minutes, but now I can't even get the computer to turn on. So will I be able to export it? Guess we'll find out. Christ knows. But hey, you guys are going to get this. If I can't export it, you get that even faster. Next time we'll just do hand signals. We got you. Nah, for real, for real. But it's been good. Um, oh, also, cook that teal and steel parlay. Kill nobody. Say, I believe in the Jags. Take Jags plus money. And, and for real, pit, pit too. I know, but. Yeah. I know pit, it's a little dicey, but yeah. Pit a lot more confident. I'm probably going to put $25 on the teal and steel parlay. Um, show you how much it wins right here. Here's our touchdown parlay right here. I want to do that. Yeah, you could. There we go. I'll drop something in your hand too. Probably be a little pile of poop. Explosions. Yeah, I could probably do a little bit of something over there too. You're making a lot of work for me. I have a. Day That's job. what I've heard people do in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I have a day job, but anyway, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, we'll be a little bit more consistent. More videos to come. And now that Hard Rock is in Florida, Rent's is coming back. It's coming back in a big way. Yeah. See you on the next one. Shout out to Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>